Wait, no intro or anything like that? <laughs> oh, hi, everyone. Okay. There, intro. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, all right, so for, I guess, those of you who don't know what's going on and for why we don't have a decent intro, Carter, um, we will be talking about an issue that I, I think both of us hold very near and dear to our hearts because we're because it relates to both of us very heavily. Uh, today we are talking about the biggest problem in American society. If you, if you want to go more broadly, it could also be applied to Western society, but for the majority of this thing, at least as far as I'm aware of, it will be talking about uh, America. So, yeah. Uh, well, I guess let's get right to it. So, the biggest issue that I think it is, and that we're going to be talking about in general, is that nobody seems to be able to really talk to each other at all. Like, if you're debating somebody, it's very easy and it's incredibly common to just put up artificial barriers um, to help sort of, I don't want to say dehumanize your opponent, but it makes it easier to argue against them and harder to listen to them, I suppose. It, it stops the flow of dialogue. Uh but enough with that summary. Uh, Carter, co-host, what do you think? Well, I think that's exactly right. And one of the reasons I think we've become more like that is since we, you know, if you look in the past, we've had wars or tougher times. But now it is very easy for anyone to, you know, at least get some amount of a good life. And so because of that, because of that, we're now attaching our beliefs to ourselves, like, or whatever they are. So when somebody contradicts our beliefs, we aren't taking it as an, you know, a contradiction. We're taking it as an attack on ourselves. And that is why I think people get so angry in debates and heated is because they feel like they're being attacked. Oh, absolutely. And it kind of relates to that debate on whether or not you should be allowed to punch Nazis. Um, and it, it, it's sort of like everyone thinks of Nazis as these terrible, terrible people. And don't get me wrong, a lot like they are, they are. Yeah. Like the, the ideology is evil, but it's it's not really supposed to be acceptable to hit somebody based on their political belief, whether or not you're a liberal or conservative. So if I'm being honest, I don't really see why anything to that that far out in the spectrum would be okay. Like. It's it's kind of like the the people of Berkeley, like those. Remember the Berkeley riots, like where the oh, anarchists yeah. hijack hijack the uh, was it hijack the, the I can't I forgot what the word was, um, and I don't know. They, they caused so much damage and destruction that it made people think that all anarchists are like this, and a lot. Well, obviously, a lot of them are because otherwise it probably wouldn't have happened but you know not it, it's like it's it's not all not everyone this is what i want to say about it yeah. um yeah so uh, so carter how do you think this would like relate to just the long-term future like if we're looking 10 or 20 or 50 years down the line 
uh, and everything keeps going the way it, it does right now, what do you think is going to happen? Well, I think all you have to do is look at Europe and Australia. I mean, they never really had much of free speech laws in the first place. And but now, you know, you have people who just make a few jokes on Twitter or something actually getting arrested for it and thrown in jail. You know, there was that guy who taught his dog to, you know, raise up its paw when he said Zeke you know, as a joke, his girlfriend's dog. But then he -hmm. had to go through court to defend himself. And that is what I see the future being. Okay. Uh, what's with the ticking? Oh, I'm outside, and that's a golf cart. I'm on the golf course. Nice. I'm actually uh, sitting in a tree 20 feet off the ground. <laughs> Not a good job. Okay, but um, anyway, that, that's a good point. Like, if people become so intolerant of each other to, you know, that, that degree it's going to be like if one one ideology hijacks whatever major power there is in a country it's like they in their minds they would have a total justification to shut down the other person uh, and any other like infl- any other influence like that's one of the first things people like the fascists and communists did they shut down other political ideologies or or merge them with the state ideology and then just kind of fiddle them out or something like that and it's it's not a good it's not good at all for dialogue like if you want to expand your idea uh you and your society's ideas on things it's how it's how you progress in a society basically uh there's there's a reason that we thought it was okay to torture people burn them at the stake break them on the wheel or and stuff like that for over a thousand, like almost a thousand years from around the time the church had a huge influence to basically, basically the middle of the age of enlightenment. So and that's a huge, that's a huge uh, span of time. That's like, that's almost 1400 years and millions of people died from that for having different religious beliefs or political beliefs. Um, and eventually it just got so extreme that you could be like, you'd have your hand chopped off for, uh, petty theft. And if it was against some, like a member of the state, you could easily suffer one of the most gruesome deaths ever. And I don't think it'd be very appropriate to talk about that on a, on this podcast. Maybe we could do that another time. That'd be interesting. Yeah. And I think we're already seeing a lot of this intolerance in America. You look at, you know, in Kanye, you know, he tweeted, you know, I like the way Candace Owen thinks. And she's not exactly far on the right, but every media outlet that was just even slightly left-leaning started attacking Kanye, you know. And that's how intolerance become. You know, on the right, you have all sorts of views. But on the left, it seems you do not have any because the second you go away from the narrative then you're abandoned yeah that's that's definitely a huge thing in the in the celebrity culture sort of sort of area like if you're by any means famous uh 
that you could be ostracized for having certain political beliefs. Like there are reasons that people like uh, Taylor Swift has just decided to stay out of politics. Even then they can't get away. Like I saw this one headline who um, can't remember what it was called, but you might know. It was like Taylor Swift's silence on Donald Trump is deafening. It's like, really? Just, I don't know. That, that kind of, that's my agitated thing. Um, yeah, no, no, I definitely saw that because she supports Trump to a little bit. And again, yeah, everyone was complaining, you know, she wasn't bashing him like Eminem did or something. Yeah, how Eminem released that uh, freestyle rap about how terrible Donald Trump was or something like that. You know, part of me believes that he did not mean that. Because if you look at any of his other raps, they have, first of all, a very good beat. They have a lot of meaning. The lyrics are pretty good. But that rap had none of those things. It was a terrible rap. He's, I, I never even heard a song worse than he did in just terms in terms of music. And so I really believe he was forced to do that because I didn't feel much meaning in it from him. What, so you think like he was uh, sort of pressured into doing that, otherwise he'd sort of be labeled like Taylor Swift was? Exactly. Because he's gonna... made songs making fun of gays before. He's made songs about killing his girlfriend and his mother. So, not his mother, sorry, it's just his girlfriend. But he's not exactly very left-leaning. So he made this, I feel, just to pander. Hmm. I actually haven't heard that, uh, that take on it before. That's actually really interesting. Um, oh, let's see. This is why we need to have a script for this, because I, I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, it's fine. We could, we could edit this thing later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Where else do you want to go with this? Okay. Um, well, I think multiculturalism, to me, is the biggest problem. Uh, you know, when America started, yes, we had different cultures coming from Europe, but we had everyone coming together. We were united, partly through different churches, but also more as to escape from the government. And we were all united together like that, and we formed one of the great America, U.S. And we're having all these immigrants coming, but they aren't integrating with us. You know, when you're in a Walmart, you don't hear all these Spanish-speaking folks, they're all speaking Spanish. You know, they're not trying to learn English. They're not trying to become American. They just want all the benefits that coming here brings them. And so they're basically becoming united against us, especially Muslims. I mean, you look in Europe and, you know, and you get these isolated no-go zones because the Muslims do not want to integrate with anyone else. And that unity is so strong that it will tear apart our culture. Yeah. Uh, personally, I think to an extent, multiculturalism can be a, can work. Like it's a good idea. Now, Carter, before you ostracize me, just okay. before, before you do anything, uh, it has to be done a certain way. Like it's it's great if you keep your culture and bring it with you and uh, bring it into a new country or something like that, because it it sort of opens up everyone's like worldview uh, if they know you. But the problem is you got to sort of consider your, if you're moving to a new country and you're going to plan on staying there for as long as humanly possible, don't classify yourself as a certain political way or a certain nationality, unless the nationality is the country that you're moving to. 
like if okay let's say you're moving from cuba into america uh once you once you become a citizen or some or whatever you're not really cuban you're you're american and if and if you're american then that should be the well that should be the main defining thing about you like yeah i don't know where i was going with that either but well i'm not sure if it's either sweden or switzerland i can't remember which but one of them requires that before you can become a citizen you have to be third generation there uh, like to get the same qualifications as a citizen there. Yeah, I, I've never heard of that about uh, Switzerland, so it, it might be Sweden. But that up. Uh, oh yeah, there isn't. There's actually something else. So since I am in Switzerland, I have learned quite a lot about this actually. Uh, so in order to stay here for more than a year, you have to be able to speak both English and German, right? Mm-hmm. And if you plan on staying here permanently, you uh, obviously need to get like a Swiss passport, Swiss citizenship, and stuff and stuff like that. And uh, and like once you do, you'll have access to everything. Like we uh, in Switzerland, there's the basic uh, basic healthcare line. Uh, just just so everyone knows, um, Sweden is the one with free healthcare. Switzerland has a basically requirement for all healthcare companies that you have to meet certain things at certain prices. It's, it's not free, but it, there's just a big, a big distinction. Uh, and yeah, like, so basically if you move to Switzerland, you gotta become Swiss. You gotta speak and learn the, the languages and uh, what's up with your mic? Oh, well, I'm outside, so... And there was actually just a spider crawling on it, so... <laughs> nice. Well, one problem that America has with that is there's no official language. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the... So they can't... There's, there's no way they could actually make a requirement until they add, say, English as their official language. Yeah, that would... Uh... Actually, why why haven't we made English the official language? Like, it just sort of seems like the natural uh, way to go, I guess. I, I mean, I know why, you know, no one would go with it now, you know, because, oh, we're, you know, multicultural. But I wonder why we didn't do it in the past. I think it might have been, like, so we could be more inviting to, like, immigrants. Like, there would be less requirements in order to stay here. So, yeah. All right, everyone. Well, that that about does it. Uh, we we had some good dialogue. I, I I enjoyed making this thing. I really enjoyed the topic, and I'm actually planning on doing a project or something about this. And this is this is pretty good. I I learned a little bit, and I think Carter also learned a little bit. Uh, I'll have an actual intro next time, hopefully. Probably not, but. These podcasts will get better as we have more practice and maybe if we actually made a script or something. But, yeah, I hope you guys had a good time and I hope you took something away from this. And, 
Yeah, have a good day.